This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If there's something I need, I don't already have I know I'll get it from a good friend If there's something I need Hi, everybody. It's Jamie Lee Curtis, and you're listening to the Good Friend Podcast, presented to you by iHeartRadio. It's a podcast about friendship. We talk about everything. We cry, we laugh, we think about what it really means to be a good friend. And I have conversations with some of my best friends, some people I've never met and sort of everything in between. So I hope by the end of it that you have a really good sense of what friendship means to me and the people that I consider friends. And I hope you can take those same ideas into your own friendship groups. And I hope you enjoy it. We're so happy to have you here on the Good Friend Podcast, Suzanne Yankovic. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, well, duh is the word. You know, it's sort of when you say the word good friend. You know when you know you're a good friend? You know you're a good friend when your friends say how Suzanne. It's, it's, Uh, I think. Right, right. I think that the, I think the real place in a friendship is when your other friends ask you about your best friend. Like they, you right, know, people right. talking go, hey, how's Suzanne? <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like a extended family in a way, you know, and then people checking in because you've come into that, you know, you're in a, 
in a place where you're in an inner circle, you know, and everyone kind of checks in and cares. That's a beautiful thing. I love the idea of the extended family. Yeah. That friendship as an extension of family is beautiful. So we're done. Okay, let's turn it off, Dylan. We're going to go to lunch. Right. Or you'll come over and we'll go for a walk. Yeah. So obviously it is a podcast about friendship, the importance of friendship, the challenges of friendship from, you know, little life to adult life and everything in between. I'm going to start with Fia. I'm going to actually start with it. So, you know, people have pet names for each other. Uh, Lisa Bernbach, as you know, and I have this name, we call each other Ling which came from darling and it it got shortened to Ling and her children call me Ling. Our families call me Ling. That is our name for each other. And it's the same name. She'll say Ling, Ling. as you know, I'm in a besties group, which is a big group of both men and women. Yeah. We, they refer to each other as besties, but when we met and Mm -hmm fell in friendship. Yeah. We very quickly realized that we were the friends that we had been waiting for. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about when we met, one of the things that was so great is we continued to meet a bit around town, like different, different moments. Mm -hmm. And I think that because we, we knew then after sort of testing the waters and getting to know each other a little bit more and more that we made that date and then just really dove in. And you're right. After that, it was, yeah, you know, we'll steam ahead. What we discovered was that what we were feeling in the relationship, what we were able to do at the time, we mm-hmm. were both free from certain restrictions. Your daughter was no longer a little baby. She no longer needed your 24 hour supervision. She was going to school. There was a lot of time where she was doing other things. I was not working and therefore I had free time to be able to dedicate to a new friendship. And when, when we committed ourselves Mm -hmm. to a friendship, we decided that what we said to each other was, you are the friend I have always wanted. Right. And we turned yeah. that into Fia. Fia. Which, Fia. which yes. is the friend I've always wanted. And yeah. the great thing about Fia is there are no other Fias. <laughs> right. We made that up. That is ours in particular. Right. And you're right. I mean, it was such a special time, you know, and we did, we had, it was this little bubble of simpatico kind of timing Mm -hmm. where we had, as you said, and also our husbands were busy with projects and our kids were, you still had a a kid in school. So our schedules, we were busy with some life type things and holding down the fort, but we had a lot of areas where we were intersecting. And so we were able to fill, you know, a lot of that time with things that we had both been really wanting to do and that, and I think also a depth that maybe we had been looking for that we were able to find in each other, you know, to 
be open to things and to go exploring and to, you know, go to museums in the city and find new restaurants. And, you know, there was a companionship and just so much fun in, in those early days of being able to have that freedom to go and do all of those things while at the same time we were, you know, very right away once we made that decision, getting into, you know, the real stuff and, you know, great conversations just on this backdrop of, you know, that time in our lives and also this beautiful city. Yeah. In a way that I hadn't really explored. And it, you know, it was, it was a friend I'd always wanted to be just joined in that way, you know? I'm also an only child. And so friendships are very important to me. And- I was gonna go there. I was gonna start, yeah, I was originally yeah. gonna start there, but where we sort of were dancing for a minute. Yeah, no, listen, Fias, there, that is, a, that is yes. a, a great start. Cause that says, you know, that, that, is, the, that is the cornerstone and the, and the touchstone of, where we have grown, where we started, and where we took the risk and had the bravery to dive in in a way at our age as, you know, people who are at a certain time in our lives where you don't always begin a new friendship like that, you know, where you're able to say yes and say, you know, I kind of, I, I touched on it a little bit earlier that we had seen each other around town a little bit. I mean, you first came into our orbit uh, I think when you were judging a talent show mm -hmm. with Al. Mm -hmm. And so we sort of didn't really know each other at that time, but that was, you know, a place where the reference came in. And then, you know, I would see you at our little favorite store that we loved over in Culver City near our, or both of our children were in school very near each mm -hmm. other. And um, we ended up going to the hair, same hair, Silas, I know that's bizarre. You know, which was crazy. So all of a sudden there was Sean, and then that led to iPhoneies. Yeah. And then I got to know you in that creative way through your photography and mine. And that was a way that we really kind of kept going, like, oh, okay, okay. Hmm. You know, and then I remember seeing you that we went to that, you know, we were both supporters and activists in a way of of we saw you the prop eight. Mm-hmm play, which was so great. So there were intersections there where we, you know, saw that. And, you know, so there were just all of these things. And then one time again, when we ran into you, I think, oh, and then you showed up with a, a busload of teenagers one time backstage. Yes. So for show, the uninitiated you know, listener. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm hoping we have right. one. We, we I'm, I believe we know we have one listener. Suzanne is married <laughs> to Al Yankovic, also known in some circles, um, as Weird Al Yankovic. And I, we actually met for the first time because Al and I were judging a talent contest at a girls' school that neither right. one of our children went to. But somehow- right. Just a random- Somehow- you know, a Yeah, thrown together. A third party asked us both to do it. We met. You know, I write books for children. They're- at the time, I think your daughter, Nina, was five. And, yeah, you know, little. I write books for kids. And so I, we met, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah. you, I don't think you were there, Suzanne. 
No, I wasn't. Oh, you weren't. No, so, I stayed home with Nina. Yeah. Right. So I remember I sent over some books and we made a little beginning of that. And then, as you said, we we ran into each other at various right. places. Just, you know, day-to-day things. And that there was the beginning of when I, I had the opportunity then to come up to you then and say, oh, hi, you know, thanks for the books. Like, right. I'm Suzanne. And yeah. And then I would see you at things. You so, uh, you guys came to uh, my child's school event, the concert. Right. Yeah. So what what happened is we we saw each other. We would always see each other and go, oh, hi. There was always that joy when you Mm -hmm. see someone that you genuinely feel like, oh, I really like her. Hi. Oh, hi. And it happened. It started to happen quite a lot. And wherever we were, we would see each other and say, oh, hi, hi. And then we would immediately pair (laughs) up and start talking. Al would be doing mm-hmm. his thing or whatever. Nina, we would run into, we ran yeah, into yeah. you at that market near our schools and yes. about the cheese, your Nina at that cheese shop part. And yeah. what ended up happening yeah. was that at some point, and I don't really remember who, I mean, it's hard to ever remember, like who asked who first, but I was in my fifties. Um, I am older than Suzanne, but by about five years, just barely seven oh, three. years, three years, whatever. Are you really that old? <laughs> I'm 58. I'm, yeah. Okay. So we were women over 50 or you were just we were over 50. Yeah. And what happened, which was so interesting is we actually made a friend date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you remember how that happened? I think that I think that it was you. I believe we were at that store and you said, you know what? Let's go and let's actually really go and spend some time together. And, you know, it had just accelerated to that point where had you not done it, I would have. I mean, it was just that's where, you know, that's where it was going. And we took that step to say, okay, let's do it. It's a date. And we made a date. The way we made a date, you make yeah. the choice to say, I am willing to stop all of my other things and I am going to focus on you. You're going to focus on me. And we are going right. to make a friendship date. And we went to a restaurant and we had a date so yeah. that we could really establish that as a friendship base. Right. And say, I like you, like I want to be, this is, you know, I've seen you around. We've been doing this for years now and let's be friends in a way almost that you do in childhood. Very much so. You know, and I, and I remember after lunch, we were walking around, you know, looking at different stores and stuff and we were crossing the street and it was a busy street and cars were going and coming and going and we would start out and would stop and then. You know, listen, we were jaywalking. Don't tell them. (laughs) We were jaywalking. And so we started her cross and then a car came very quickly. And I remember you reached behind and grabbed my hand and we ran across together to the other side of the street. And I remember feeling like that was just such a sweet friendship thing to do. That was that same kind of feeling like when you are a little kid and someone saves you a seat. Oh, lovely. Yeah you know, grabs your hand and and then we ran off together and, you know, we've been running ever since. And riding 
going and going, having fun. As I said in the beginning, the sort of preamble, we met at a time where our kids were in school. I was not working at the level I'm, I, I thought I wasn't going to work at all. I thought it was over. I, at that point, I really didn't have an imagination. This was way before the reboot. I don't like that word of Halloween. It was before scream Queens. Right. Right. And Al had just left on tour and, you know, as you said, was a little older. So, you know, certainly I had responsibilities, but I, right. We both had some freedom. And I guess what I'm saying is, we actually did friend things. I mean, this is called the Good Friend yeah. Podcast. We became good friends. Sure. And Fia's friend I've always wanted. We went bike riding. We went and did oh, yeah. kid things that yeah. are fun to do. Hiking. We did and, you know, martial arts. Like we took some martial arts, you know, toning classes. We went to museums and explored. Like I remember... We went downtown. We would, it was fun. It was fun. And it continues to be fun. Uh, It's been harder because as most people, you know, and we've talked obviously to, I spoke to Amy Klobuchar at one point and Mm -hmm. I was saying, how do you maintain your friendships and Mm -hmm. basically run the country? (laughs) Like, yeah, right. You You know, how do you do it? Yeah. And so I think people are interested in how people navigate um, relationships. But before we go there, I'd like to go backwards a little bit. You, you mentioned it already, and I, I know your life story, but my, my listener does not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk a little bit about um, Kalamazoo and your, your little life, a little meaning your young life um, and your yeah. beginning friendships that... Yeah, just my early life. I was born in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I remember my first best friend was Gino Lee and another boy, Todd Adams. We used to play Mr. Potato Head in the hallway. It was with a now, now it's just called Potato Head, by the way. Now it's They've just taken away head. the Mr. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, They've yeah. taken away potato all the genders. Head. It's just Potato yeah. Head. Sorry. Potato Head. We had a lot of fun with Potato Head. Um, you know, but in that world, that apartment world, people would come and go more often. And so, um, but I have a lot of very sweet, fond memories of my early Michigan days. And I lived there until I was six and we got, uh, my dad was transferred to Texas. So at the very end of first grade, right before, a little bit before I turned seven, we moved to Irving, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. And that was a, you know, that was a big change and a bit of a culture shock, not necessarily in any kind of a bad way, but people, I didn't understand a lot of the slang, mm-hmm. you know, there was just, there's funny stories of teachers saying things to me and I didn't really, I remember my first grade teacher told me to go crack the window and I was like, oh, I'll just open it, you know, and she was like, no, you need Suzanne, you need to go crack that window, you know, and, and I didn't understand and finally you know, went to go, we went back and forth a long time and she thought I was misbehaving, you know, that I was not listening to her. So I finally did a little soft, like hit on the window. Like I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. I can open it, but if you want it cracked, like, I guess I'll hit, you know, and then she realized she was like, oh, you know, and she came running over and, you know, so there were little things that I just had to learn, but 
you know, that was my first time of having to really forge new friendships and, you know, get to know whole, you know, all kinds of new people. But um, again, I was little and it, that made it easier. And that was, that was just, you know, a fun, a fun kind of time. And do you still, are you still close to those friends from that period? I am, I am my oldest friend I, I met in fifth grade. And I know a lot of I, I know a lot of the kids that were that I started in first grade with once I got to Texas. The ones in Michigan, not so much, but in Texas, yeah, because I, I went all through elementary school and then junior high and high school with a lot of them. So we were together a long time. But my oldest friend is from fifth grade, who is a close friend who I still talk to, who, you know, we're in, we're in, in closer touch. And were you and were you friend groups or were you a, a um, sort of more? I had individual. I wasn't ever really a big as much of a big friend group person. I had more individual friendships and I I fit into a lot of different groups. I went kind of everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. I found that I liked a lot of different kinds of people and I was I was comfortable with a lot of different kinds of people. And the people, though, that I became closest with, I think were the ones that, again, could be could be a little deep, you know, and have some real conversations about maybe what they wanted in life. And I know that talking about little kids, that seems unusual. But my friend Matt that I'm talking about, I remember that he just showed up at school one day and his hair was dyed a different color. And you know, he was acting in a local play and he was real involved in that and it was a big interest of his. And I just thought that was so cool that he had a passion like that so young and that he was out doing these things, you know, and, you know, so it it was just a, a fun thing to, to get to know him and to get to know that world and to go with him and see him in his show, he was playing Charlie Brown. Um, and then in junior high and high school, again, I had, I had a lot of really, you know, good friends at different times, kind of going based on other people, then having either other interests or going to another school. Um, I'm still in touch with a lot of them. It's interesting. My over this past year, when we've all been so isolated, I talked to my best friend from, from junior high, and I have seen her off and on. She had, she came out to my wedding. My fifth grade friend was also at my wedding and some high school, you know, some, mm-hmm. some college friends as well. We'll be right back with more good friend after this quick break. So stick around. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Well, I know that you came from Texas and ended up coming to California for a job. Yeah. Yeah. And I know because we are besties, we are Fias. I know your mm-hmm. crew. I know your women crew. I have right. many of them. Um, when you make a close friend, you know that they already have their own crew of friends. And yes. although I would not say that your crew has become my, you know, I mean, it's, we, we cross pollinate a little bit here and there as right. politics stuff, but you have your crew. I have a crew and it was, it was, it was a special group of women and you guys have stayed very close that was it five or six of you talk about that. Yeah, for it's a about second. five or six of this. Yeah, well, when I moved to Los Angeles, I didn't know anyone. And so it was a situation where I was, I had one old boyfriend and and his wife who lived out here. And they were very sweet when I first moved in and had me over to dinner a bunch of times. And I remember his wife was pregnant at that time. And uh, later on, that baby who was her oldest ended up being the Boy Scout on the cover of Al's uh, Poodle Hat album. <laughs> so it was fun that I knew them. But then uh, through work, I'm I worked a lot. I had a, a really long hours. I worked at 20th Century Fox. I was in marketing. Um, it was a demanding job, and I spent a lot of time there. And uh, after a little while, I made one really great friend, my friend Michelle. And she opened me up then to, she had grown up in Palm Springs. She had lived in, in Los Angeles for a long time. So I did then get to meet a larger group of other professional women. We were all at the different studios, we were all in marketing, publicity, the photography area, like 
production and development, you know, so it was, it, we were all working a lot. We were all single. We were all very passionate to what we did and we had a lot of fun. And so again, it was a special time where we did not have, we had the responsibilities of work, but we were young and we were, you know, had these fun jobs and we traveled and uh, for work and spent time together that way. And it was a wonderful, again, very special time because it was defined by that same kind of freedom that you have when you are young and single and have found a group. And that was really maybe the first time that I've had a bigger group like that. That's, you know, not, I'm not really a person who traveled. I never pledged a sorority. I am not a real joiner with things like that. And, and, you know, I wasn't in a lot of group sports and I'm not opposed to any of that. It just wasn't my, it just wasn't my path. Mm-hmm. So it was fun for me to have all of those girlfriends. And then we all ended up sort of meeting people and having children around the same time as well. So although everyone kind of scattered to different areas of the city and we're very spread out now, especially when the kids were really young, we would still get together because they're all two or three years apart. And our ages sort of span a bit. Um, I think I may be the oldest and then they go down, you know, within five or six years. But even so, strangely, even though we all got married at different times and everything else, all of our kids ended up being right around the same time. So when, you know, they were very young, they were a little bit like cousins all running around would get them together for Easter and Christmas and different times. But, you know, then think people get into their lives where they are, you know, as I said, we're, we're pretty spread out. So you know, we have that history. And again, they feel like definitely always a part of me and we're, we're very, very tight. But as far as like, you know, real day to day, some of them I'm more in touch with and others, I, I find out through the other ones that I am more in touch with, or we'll all get together now and then. But yeah, I have, uh, you know, I have that experience from, from when I was working of a really good group of, of work friends that became girlfriends. Um, because you're a single child, um, we, I've heard a lot from a lot of people about the closeness of the friendships with their siblings. Um, yeah. And it, it really did make me understand, oh, right, of course. You know, it's not just yeah. people that you meet randomly that become your friends. Mm-hmm. There are people who have very close relationships with their siblings. Um, And Mm -hmm. when you're a single child, you don't have that. And I guess the question is, you know, what constitutes a good friend and what do you take to your friends? You know, people, people go to people with issues like things that you wouldn't take to your parents. You wouldn't take necessarily to your spouse or your boyfriend or whoever. Do you know what I mean? Like that, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I do think that that is one of the things that I was talking about with people who are able to go deep and people who have had experiences where, you know, when I went into college, one of the things that was going on with me is that I was in a little bit of a different place than what a lot of college students, you know, entering their freshman year 
are going through. And that is that I had lost a couple of friends to car accidents going into that. And also my freshman year, very early on, I had a friend, a good friend that I'd grown up with that was murdered. And so, and I know that that's very heavy, but what it did is it, it gave me the perspective very young through those losses and, you know, just other, just life of the value of friendship, of being able to be grateful, but also to be able to love life and still be resilient and to understand really how precious it is. And as I look back at that time for college, you know, so I wasn't pledging a sorority. I wasn't a real downer or anything. I mean, I was having fun and I was going out and I was doing all the things college did, but I was doing it with this underlying understanding of a lot of pain and a lot of loss and a lot of things that other people had perhaps not yet experienced in their lives. It was also the beginning, the very beginning of the AIDS time. I mean, it was a heavy four years just in general. And on top of it, I had many other things that I was working through. Yeah. And, and my friends from that time, it's really interesting because my best friend um, had lost her brother. My roommate had lost everything in a flood. And I remember, she wasn't my first roommate, but after the first semester, we picked each other to be roommates because we felt we were compatible and she loved music. And, you know, she was a ton of fun and we were, could not have been more different and just got along great and lived together all four years. But I remember when I first was moving in with her, a lot of her undergarments and things that she would wear were sort of tie-dyed from the water from the flood because they'd lost she lost all her clothes you know and she hadn't been able to replace everything and so these were people who were like having a great time but they had known um they had been through some stuff you know and and I I I think that there is just a little bit of an x-ray vision into that that you can see um maybe it was a maturity or maybe it was even a lightness because they didn't sweat the small stuff. They just, like me, had an understanding of how fragile life can be and how important it is to be able to bring things to each other, to lean on each other, to have people to talk to, and to have trust. I think that's a really big thing for me because, you know, breaches of trust when you've made yourself vulnerable, that's something I have a real hard time with. And that is something in my friendships that have that has um, always been something that I have to really take to heart and bring up. And if it, if it happens, it, it's something that always is a discussion. And that's a time when you have to decide whether or not that friendship is one that you can rebuild and continue to go forward with, or if it's a situation that you feel has been too much of a betrayal. But I, I feel like in most of mine, because friendships and my friendships in particular are long and people are flawed and 
you know, I'm a good talker and I have a lot of compassion. So I do understand how things like that can happen, but it's definitely something that I address and that has caused, you know, some ripples and some friendships for me over time. Um, but that have always been repaired. But I, I, I just think in that long time, that's where, that's where just being witness to people and understanding where they're at and also how forgiveness plays into friendships and understanding. And, and I think that's where you get the real maturity in a friendship. Loss. You know, we don't, I have a woman that I know very well and I'm very, you know, fond of and has worked for me and she's almost always happy. And there were always mm -hmm. every picture in her house. There are 15 people, their arms are around their shoulders and they're all laughing. Mm -hmm. Every picture. And yeah. it's a, it's a genuine lust for life, super happy group of people. And I just don't relate. And I'm not saying I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm only interested in depressives, but I, well, right. I actually think what you're talking about is profound because, you know, I too am looking for depth and the, the sharing of difficult things. Life is hard. Life is not a cakewalk for anybody. There's not a person, you know, my, Favorite quote, as you know very well, is from the Princess Bride, where, you know, the man in black has Princess Buttercup on the hill and says that her Wesley died of whatever wimp or something. And she says, you mock my pain. And he says, life is pain, Highness. And anyone who says differently is selling something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Life yeah. is painful. Yeah, absolutely. Life is painful. Things and, are hard. And therefore... I'm not surprised that you're drawn to people from a commonality. And I, you know, it's interesting. I hadn't thought about it before, but um, you brought it up. You know, I was a professional. I became a professional actor my freshman year of college. By the, the second semester, mm -hmm. I, at that point now, had a job. And, you know, before the semester was out, I had an apartment. And I was paying my gas bill and right. all of my friends were in college. Mm -hmm. All of my high school friends, every single one of them was in some sort of college. And I was the only one. So the friends that I made were people. I couldn't relate to college. I couldn't relate right. to frat parties. And no. I was, I was trying to balance my checkbook and, you know, get a good night's rest because I had a big day at work the next day. And I found that the seriousness of life was what ultimately I was drawn to and I couldn't relate. And so what I could relate to was adults, adult life. And so all of my friends became 10 years older than me, all of them. And uh -huh. that was my experience for much of my life until I, it sort of settled out and it didn't matter if you were 45 or 50 or 55, it, we, we were all old. Right. Right. <laughs> we'll replay, you know, we're just old and it's fine. You grew into it. Yeah. You grew but into there it. There was, yes. there is, I, I really related when you said that you went to college having lost friends and a, and a murder and that sort of reality of life 
um, is what I am drawn to. And without even knowing it when we met. So I want to go back to fiat for a minute because, oh sure, you know, the fiat of it all, it was a declaration. We both said, do you want to be friends? Shall we have lunch? Shall we go for this? It was, it was right. a, it was a conscious understanding that we were going to enter a friendship, that it was going to demand time and mm-hmm. resources and um, experiences. And we couldn't just have the friendship without now building on it. And it was a commitment of sorts. It was. And it was a commitment in addition, you know, we talked about all of the fun and 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 the fun is and was always there. But it was also even from that very first lunch, we got very real very quickly. Mm-hmm. And and you know, that that is as important of a part was being able to actually the honesty and the sharing and the exchange of ideas and of life and of struggles and of all of those things um are hand in hand. And I couldn't you know, we also had, in a weird way, a really adolescent, fun girl friendship. Um, in oh, a way, yeah. we were both grown women. We both had had professional lives. We are both married for a long time. We both have children. And yet, right. when we realized we were going to carve out time, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the commonality of interests. We're like, well, do you want to go for a bike? I love riding bikes. Yeah, me too. Let's go for, let's go for a bike ride. I need a new bike. Okay. I'll come with you and we'll buy a bike. And then, and, or, you know, your Nina was taking karate classes in, at a dojo and you Mm -hmm. were always there because you were taking her. And so I, I would meet you and we would sit outside and have our lovely little lunch while she was in a class. And then it was like, Hey, I, I would like to do that. Do you think her teacher would teach us? And here we were two women in our fifties in our geese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really right. trying, going there when it's closed, right. you know, yeah. Really trying to learn the forms. And although it was short lived and we didn't get to expand that fully, there were about two years, three years mm-hmm. there where yeah. we were able to be those girlfriends trying new things. And right. that it was like a perfect, not storm even, it was just a perfect period of time. Oh, yeah. It was like a sacred, cherished, you know, moment. Like it just doesn't usually happen in that way. And riding into, bikes, you know, I mean, for all oh, of them, I remember sailing down 11th Street, yeah. we were just the wind was going we're like, oh, my gosh. I mean, that feeling, you know, for the listener, you know, this is a it's a encouragement from us to you that first of all, you have to make the commitment to break the right. pattern of your life because none of us mm-hmm. have any free time. We have to make the free time. You have to say, I am willing to carve out an hour to go do that. We all have a million things we could be doing. And, you know, you're the host of this show is like the most prepared person you've ever met. So I could be doing Christmas shopping in March for the following Christmas easily. I could have right, filled right. that hour to go bike riding. But we we had something that 
was, was, is, and will always be this most miraculous God-given moment where the universe allowed us to make a FIA friendship, the friend I've right. always wanted. Right. And commit to that. And commit and just, to it. We, we're in. I'm in. You in? And, I'm in. And, yeah. you know, I, I will tell the listener that there has never been a better friend than my friend Suzanne Yankovic who held my hand and walked me through a couple really difficult moments in my adult life. Everyone has difficult times. Right. Um, my friend Debbie Oppenheimer was on this podcast or will be on this podcast, depending on what the order is. And I had forgotten, because of course I don't think about that stuff, that she showed up when my mother died. Mm. That, you know, Chris, Debbie had called the house. Chris had said that Janet had died and that I was at Janet's house. And I'm standing alone in my mother's bedroom with her body. Mm. And all of a sudden, Debbie is standing next to me. Wow. And just yes. reached out and held my hand. She didn't say a word. And what I'm saying is that we all have those friends who have been with us through hard times, but in our fiadom, yeah. There have been a couple really challenging moments and you, the depth of your compassion, your strength makes me cry. But the strength that you lent me, that, like you said, you don't have to be strong, Jamie. I will be strong for you and therefore you can allow yourself to feel what you're feeling because I'm safe. I'm right here. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere. And right. that is the exact description of a friend I've always wanted. Um, and you're an extraordinary friend. And of course, every single friend as I said at the beginning of the conversation, every single friend of mine within 10 seconds of talking to me, my children, Annie, uh, say thing, I need this thing. Hey, how's Suzanne? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, what's going on with them? Where's Nina? If there's something I need, I don't already have. We'll be right back with more good friend after this quick break. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. So I want to talk before we finish. I do want to talk about Nina. So Nina is my goddess daughter. I was named yes. the goddess mother of Nina Yankovic, Nina Louise Yankovic, mm-hmm. um, during our friendship. And yeah. Nina has now grown up, will be going to college um, in the fall. Yeah. She is a senior in high school. But it's also been really lovely to have you, as you know, my friend Naomi Foner is our Maggie Mm -hmm. and Jake's parents, a mother. And I have a friendship with Maggie and Jake outside of Naomi um, that has been allowed and fostered by her. And it is her openness to wanting me to be part of their lives has allowed me to go off and be part of their lives separate from Naomi. And although Mm -hmm. I can't imagine it being much separate from you and Al, you've really kind of stood back and said, I want you to have a relationship with Nina on your own, not through me, not through the filter of me, not through the connective tissue of me. I do want her to know that she exists separately and that you exist separately. Right. And that's been a beautiful thing to see the two of you having known each other now for such a long time of her life and to have grown and matured as she has, as she's grown and matured, your relationship has, you know, deepened in new and different ways because she's become a young adult now. And it's so, it's, it's so special to me and it was so important to me and and it, and already you had such a special connection to her, even 
very early on and you stepped up and were there for her in ways that, you know, that no one else really had stepped up as far as really being involved. You were at basketball games, you were at soccer games, you were there watching her do karate, you were celebrating her achievements. You went to her school for parents and special friends day when my dad was recovering from an illness. You have a beautiful relationship with her and it's so important to me and it, and I it's so important to her and and we asked you to be her goddess mother because it just worked and also because we so respected the way the true way that you honored her for who she was and supported her in all of her different, you know, listen, she's a kid that has so many different interests and, you know, there's a lot of things that she's involved in and you were always there for all of them. And it's, it's really fun to see her, you know, she's excited to talk with you. She's, you know, going through this college process now and, you know, you're right there in it. And again, she's an only child of two only children. So for her, you know, you've, as long as since she's met you, you've been family, you're, you know, you loom very large in her life. And I'm just so honored that you're there to have this friendship with her and to take, I, I can't wait to see even as she continues to grow, you know, and become more and more independent. It's just so fun for me to see you guys doing your, you know, I'd love to see her, you know, you're talked one time about, well, she spent the night with you guys, like she already is doing that. But, it, you know, it's just fun as she even gets older, there'll be so many more things that she can bring to you to talk about. And just thank you for being there with her and for, you know, being that a, a real rock and someplace outside of, you know, parents and friends and all of that other kind of stuff that is you. That's no, just I appreciate specific. That. But I mean, the what you described, the suiting up, the showing up, the you know, celebrating accomplishments, the commiserating, the losses is basically friendship. I mean, it's right. Here oh, we yeah. are talking about a child or a young person and an adult, but it's the, those are the building blocks of a strong relationship, which we, you know, in our language is the term for friend. That's Right. We and yeah. so it was so sweet when you were recounting it all. It was like I want I kept wanting to go, friend, 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 mm -hmm. friend. Mm -hmm. Um and I, you know, I have, as you know, my godchildren, uh, uh Lisa Bernbach's three children, Sam, Boko, and Maisie. I'm working with Boko and Sam. Yeah. I'm, well, mm -hmm. we're hoping to get Maisie out here. So it. Maggie and Jake are friends of mine, separate from Naomi and Stephen. So yeah. the beauty of friends is that they can then give birth to people who then become your friends. Yeah. And I'm just so, you know, I'm so beyond uh, grateful that at 50 something, I found a fiat and you found a fiat. Yes. And there will never be another fia and i'm going to end no. with this you guys 
my listener. Sorry, you guys. I I said (laughs) plural as if there were more than one, but it just popped into my mind. And I think it's going to be a beautiful way of ending the interview or the conversation. Uh, Listener, just bear with me. So as you guys know, I write books for children. And, or as you know, I write books for children, (laughs) One, (laughs) one listener. And when I first wrote the first book for children, which was called When I Was Little, a four-year-old's memoir of her youth, which just makes me laugh, the illustrator I picked, and I picked her, and I went to the publishers that published her because I wanted her to draw the pictures for my book. The reason I knew her is that when my daughter, Annie, was born at her shower, my friend Naomi Foner, who is Maggie and Jake's mother, threw the shower for Annie. And I was given a book for her called Annie Banani. And Annie Banani is by a fantastic author named Leah Kamiko. It was illustrated by my partner, Laura Cornell. And it's about your story, Suzanne. It's about a six or seven-year-old girl um, whose best friend moves away. And this is the book, because if you don't think I read that book 175,000 times to my daughter, Annie, then you guys don't know me. And here is the book, Annie Banani, that is the story of a Fia. Annie Banani, my best friend, said we'd be friends till the end, made me wash my face in mud, sign my name in cockroach blood, tied my brother to the trees, made me tickle bumblebees, said that we would always play. Now Annie Banani is going away. Annie Banani wouldn't be Annie Banani if it weren't for me. She was Anne from outer space. I scrubbed the freckles off her face, made her grow a half inch taller, shrunk her ears, made both feet smaller, brought her out for all to see, Princess Annie Banani. Annie Banani, do you think it's good leaving your old neighborhood? Who will feed your porcupine? Who will swing from your clothesline? How can you just go away? What about my sixth birthday? Annie Banani, don't you cry. Even best friends have to say goodbye. Make some new friends. Try to write. But remember when you're in bed at night, you will never, ever, ever find a friend who's half as clever. No, you will never, ever find someone who's as sweet and kind. No, you will never, ever, never, never, ever find another friend like me. Will you? Annie Banani by Leah Kamiko. That's that's you and me. Annie Banani. Fia. Fia, friend. I love you, Fia. I love you too, Fia. So thank you for being such a good friend, Suzanne Yankovic. Thank you. you. You know what? We have to rename the podcast. It needs to be, <laughs> I have to just call Emily King and have her re-record the song and have it be a great friend. Um, but you are a spectacular friend and uh, my Fia friend forever. As and are you. I love you. 
And um, thank you. you for being here. For all thank the, you. for my listener, um, <laughs> stay safe. God <laughs> bless you. And um, invite a couple friends to listen because friends make the world better. Have a good night, everyone. Day, whatever, whenever. Maybe it's the middle of the night. Maybe it's the morning. Who knows? It's the Good Friend Podcast. Good Friend is produced by Dylan Fagan and is a production of iHeartRadio. Our theme song, Good Friend, is written, produced, and performed by Emily King. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.